Welcome to Choosing Leadership, a podcast for high performers with big dreams and for leaders who know that they are more powerful than the level that they are currently playing. I am Sumit Gupta, your host and the founder CEO of the Deploy Yourself School of Leadership. I am here to help the best leaders get better and to help organizations massively improve their output and impact and at the same time eradicating workplace stress. Yes completely eradicating not just reducing completely eradicating i believe in creating a future and a work culture where people wait for mondays not fridays and get to do their most meaningful work the aim of this podcast is not to provide you more content but instead shift the context under which you operate this podcast is titled choosing leadership because that is what leadership is a choice In each episode I will celebrate leaders who have made such choices which are not always easy and comfortable but which has helped them get to where they are today. And let us celebrate the leader in us for choosing to move over our fears, for choosing to be motivated by something bigger than ourselves and for choosing to deal with every challenge that comes on the way. Let us celebrate you right now for stepping into the unknown and taking courageous action as those were the moments when you chose leadership at the end i will share how you can be our next guest on this podcast and with that let's get started deepthi is the co-founder of spine which is transforming the way businesses create their catalog using state of the art ai technology and without any studio photography skills or complex processes In the interview Deepthi shares how her maternity leave gave her time to explore and think which eventually led her to start her company and becoming an entrepreneur she also calls herself lucky for having radical parents as that allowed her to be independent and make her own choices at a very early age in her own words she does not like following the usual path hi deepthi welcome to the choosing leadership podcast Yeah hi Sumit I'm very excited to be here thank you for inviting me for the show It's it's a pleasure to have you here with us today and to begin with can you start by sharing a little bit of who you are and what do you do today Um so I'm Deepthi I am co-founder for Spine we started Spine is basically it's a startup in the AI and artificial intelligence as well as the machine learning space where the idea here is if we can just transform the way the entire cataloging is done for the for automotive food or the e-commerce industries to just to give you an idea how like exactly how this entire tech works you know, we have built technology where we are helping small businesses as well as enterprises where they do not have to depend on a lot of third party services but actually enable them to shoot their products then and there and mm-hmm. convert those images into studio quality finishes which are ready to go up for selling on the marketplaces so that's the idea on which the company is based on thank you for sharing that and before we go into the details of that can you share how you got started into entrepreneurship or what has been your back story if i talk about getting into it i think growing up in a like middle class family 
Honestly, I am from 80s, right? So that time entrepreneurship was not the kind of buzzword which was around, right? And typically parents would never want their kids or it was never taught that this is entrepreneurship is something that can be taken up as a career. I think it just really just happened. I think more than just planning for it, I always wanted to do something which would be of interest to me, which could bring in impact in the lives of people. And eventually, I think things fell into place, started off with something else, then people joined the movement. And I think that's how we got started. Yeah. And who were some of those like early influences that shaped that need for making an impact or to do something on your own? I think so. If I have to talk about my own personal journey, I actually started exploring something new post my maternity leave. Right. So the time when people generally are thinking about something here and there, I actually took that time to basically explore and think, what is it that I want to do? Something like I clearly knew, like working for more than like seven, eight years into the corporate world that, yes, this is something I like, but it was not something which I was really enjoying. So uh, typically during my mat leave, I took the time to basically think, what is it that will get me excited? So in fact, that was the time when this entire Instagram, the marketing, these things were coming into place. So I just took the plunge that instead of going back and joining back to my office, I took the time to exploring and learning Instagram marketing, understanding how this photography industry works. So I spent a couple of months time just working into that field. But then obviously there were a lot of learnings into space because that was entirely new experience for me. Then I, because of the learnings, talking to a lot of people on the ground, that entire thing came on to, it started taking up shape. And then we actually launched Pine in, like officially in 2018, when also like my husband also joined the venture. And, and I think since then, like we have been innovating for failing, but still not stopping and getting on to build something which is definitely now in a much much better shape thank you for sharing that and i can relate to that because i started my own school of leadership a few months after i became a father and i can sense that that's a big yeah. event that can create a shift in thinking so can you maybe explore a little bit around that did that cause you to think differently and then how has the journey been after that I think thinking is not something different thinking. It doesn't happen in a day's time or in a month's time, something like that. I think it's a trait that eventually gets built over the years. As a child, if I go back into my journey and then I think a lot of my thinking has been shaped by my parents. I have been very lucky to have very radical parents. At a time like when people still used to think that daughters are meant to be married off at an age, but my parents, like, they have always pushed us to think out of the box. You need to be like, it's okay to fail, but it's not okay to not try. And I think that's the kind of ideology I have grown up with. And like throughout, if I look back, I think throughout my education journey or working out the journey, I've always been very independent, making my own choices, always trying to do things, which is, I really do not like following the, that usual path trying out things and if it fails that's okay just move on fail fast move on and keep going i think that's how my philosophy has been thank you for sharing that i think that's a wonderful attitude to take to entrepreneurship i'm quite curious to to hear how the world has responded to that especially that radical thinking but also being a woman leader as you said it yeah. how has the world reacted to that what challenges has that presented for you and how have you dealt with that so I think as a women leader, like 
honestly like i never i don't say ki there are not biases or there are not challenges of being a women leader there are different challenges at different stages but it also depends upon how you look at things or perceive things right but it's very important for your own to stand for your own self right because there yeah. will be people who would be questioning you like why do you want to you have comfortable career you have got a comfortable family why do you want to move beyond it why do you want to take risk at this point of time you could you can always prioritize family but i think these are times matlab you just have to stop that noise and not that let that affect you if you feel the matlab surround for that kind of a situation it's always better to surround yourself with people who are not like this but who are at least better than you who can always guide you and pull you up when you start feeling low so i think i have been very lucky to be around people who like to have exposure to that kind of people who have always been very supportive be it parents be it my partner or be it my friends so who have always been like your kids will grow up but if you leave your career at this point of time you will start repenting and i think that has been one of the like oh, very helping mantra that i have like at a time when people generally take long breaks ideally i have never taken breaks yeah be it like madly ho ya kuch aur whatever whatever it is i have always been working i have always been doing things and it's that feeling of keeping myself engaged i think that has always helped me like that perseverance and you sticking on to doing something new thank you for sharing that i think the especially the importance of having the right people around you because i recently heard somebody say that being a ceo is a team job and i think that is what you are also reflecting that it's not just yeah. a solo job and it gets easier if you have like people who can support you both at work but also outside of work yeah absolutely thank you for sharing that so now yeah. coming to what you are doing right now can you share a bit about your vision what is it that you're trying to create in the next few years so if you look at the product that we have created i think instead of talking about the product i should be talking about what are the challenges in this entire cataloging industry mm-hmm. say if i talk about the automotive segment the brands the basically people who want to buy second hand cars right so in that case given that now everybody wants to depend on technology nobody has the time to basically go to the store explore on their own it's always those images or the 360 spins or those interactive catalogs which where almost 90% of the buying decisions are done by the consumers so in that particular space if you see most of these second hand car dealers or these marketplaces they are investing a lot to make their catalogs look appealing and for customers also to have a trust built in them but what happens is this process of creating catalog it's a very difficult and time consuming process right either you have to set up studios or you need to hire professionals who would come to your place do the shoots and then again there's a post production time that goes into doing those editing so that definitely increases the time lag and still if you look at the data like i think all of the sellers like uh, product they understand the importance of having good catalogs in giving them better conversions but because of limitation of budgets or beat time or beat operations right people are not able to invest that kind of amount and they typically do very random shoots and the catalogs are random where we are actually helping is with our technology either if you have your images we can actually convert them into studio finished images or we have our own tech the app through which we have built lot of validation engines where anybody can shoot it's it's very simple right 
so what we are doing is we are transforming the way this entire cataloging process works and so that anybody can get those images instantly so this particular product for the automotive segment we have actually launched in 2021 and we have done we have got a lot of clients who have been using our product and i think we, our product has also grown with the feedbacks that we have been getting from our clients right so right now if i have to see our automotive product is the most mature product and now we are focusing like the entire focus is on taking it in the us market and just growing because us market alone has around 35 to 40000 dealerships who are more than happy to get into any of these kind of products and use it so that's the key, that's one of the key goals as an organization where in abhi now we want to expand in the us but simultaneously the way we have built the tech automotive is just one of the segments where we have gone really deep building up more than 60 to 70 deep ai models to solve for different challenges but we also want to now open up different categories like industries so we have also started doing some of the pilots in the e-commerce and the food space and that is again going to be the next line of segment where we want to get in thank you for sharing that it looks like you are set up for like a growth phase both in terms of market but also in in terms of industries as well as you talk about growth and you spoke about challenges what are some of those what are some of those dangers that lie ahead for you either individually as a leader or the founding team or in the industry in the economy and so on so one of the challenges definitely right now is because of the environment which is around but then having said that still i think the kind of product that we have built it is actually helping a lot of these enterprises and businesses to cut down on a lot of their investment cost in building up studios or hiring maintaining big professional network of photographers to do their shoots so that way our product is very well placed in terms of helping businesses cut down cost while not compromising on quality or anything as such so that way i'll say i think we are at the right time at the moment but yes because of the economic environment all around enterprises definitely are having tight budgets especially like yesterday only there was a news in the et where a lot of these used car marketplaces in india or some of the companies abroad they are actually cutting down their businesses or investments in some of these segments that definitely has some challenges in terms of their paying capacity but but i think that's not a problem i think we would be able to navigate through this pretty easily because of the strength of the product that we have yeah and about internally right as a founding team or as an organization what are some of those challenges that you will face that as you grow as an organization okay so i was just talking about the challenges that we face at the people's level right so if i think challenges at every stage of your growth journey is very different when you are a team of when you are a very small team then the challenge then the people are like because of the close connect that you have with all levels of people that time you do not have a lot of people management challenges but the moment when you start growing and you have got more people coming into the network people at different levels at leadership level at different senior manager level then i think the challenges just grows right because people come from different organizations with different mindsets with different expectations so it's very important and i think this has been our learning over the last one year that it's very important on the kind of hires that you typically obviously like remuneration definitely plays a big role in in getting the right people but it is equally very important for the kind of mindset that you bring on board 
especially when you get, get them at the leadership level or the managerial level so it's one of the key things which we have identified is we should be it's not necessary that you need to hire very experienced people but it's very important for people to come with a very startup or a very entrepreneurial mindset so the, so on that level a lot of people at our leadership team we have actually have people who have been entrepreneurs who have had past startup running their own startup experience and i think that has been a real advantage for us because they always think in that entrepreneurial way but not like a very employee kind of a way so that is something that that has really helped us in having a team who really want to make a difference at this stage so that is one second thing which i think is very important is for the people to feel motivated and to exactly know where they are getting into uh, if you get people on board who are not very aligned with the vision of the company and if they are not very aligned with what they are building why they are doing it what they want to do then there are always gaps matlab they will not be that committed uh, that committed at the level that they want you that you want them to be so once when you become like 100 plus members team as leaders it becomes very difficult for us to start connecting with the people who are lower down who are actually the ones to drive things up so it's the leaders who would be connecting with them one on one level so it's very important for them to understand and believe in your philosophy because then only it will get culminated down the organization so that, i think that has been one of the key things so we do have made few mistakes but i think we have been very fast in trying to learn and correct some of the past hiring mistakes that we have done thank you thank you for sharing that and i think for our listeners can you share how big is your team right now and where do you want to take let's say in the next few years as you expand so right now we are a team of almost 100 people currently obviously we are not looking at adding lot more people right now i think we are for the stage that we are i think we are very much okay with it but i think once when we go for the next fundraise definitely obviously we'll be adding more people on to team thank you thank you for sharing that i think that's an interesting phase as you grow from beyond 100 people you have to put in mm-hmm. new levels of management you have to put in more structures but it's also very fruitful as you see your organization and also the impact as you said grow beyond like 100 people to 200 300 and so on so and as you spoke about the future as you spoke about expansion what are some one or two of those biggest opportunities that you see ahead for you i think one of the biggest opportunity is the expansion in the us market so it's just last month we were there in one of our very industry specific shows and that is the first time we actually exhibited in the us uh and we really saw the product like getting very good reviews acceptance in terms of the product that we have out there in the market definitely there are different learnings like in terms of the geographical change because as the geography change the way people communicate the way there has to be tweaks that has to be done in order to make your product suitable uh, depending upon the region but i think that is that particular event was a good eye opener for us because that was the first time we really started getting hands on feedback from people on what they feel about the product what is it that they like about it and what are the different kind of minor tweaks that can be done to make it more adaptable for the particular geography uh, that we are targeting on to yeah thank you for sharing that can you now share something interesting about you which most people are not aware of something interesting i think one of the most in comparison to my co-founder i am the one who is more observed so i i have a very generally people feel that okay acha deepthi is not maybe she is not looking at things but i really observe people and really read their behaviors 
and i think it has a lot it has really helped me in also understanding and growing the organization because at times people don't say it but even from some of the body languages or sometimes from the way they speak we are able to understand if they are feeling low if something is not working around and where there is an intervention needed to correct things up so that's i think that's a trait which i have built that comes with me from childhood and i think that's helping me around thank you for sharing that and i think for any leader that's a very powerful strength to listen well to empathize with people and then to intervene immediately rather than intervening like a quarter later when somebody is very frustrated or put in their resignation so thank you for sharing that and i think a question which i would like to ask for you personally is there a dark side to this strength i think that there are always positives and negatives of anything that you have but i'm more of an optimistic person so i don't think so ki i look at the dark side so even if it's there it's okay matlab i do not spend a lot of time you know cribbing about things which doesn't work but i always prefer looking at the brighter side of life and just move on thank you for sharing that can you share how do you create space for yourself right for rest for reflection because the startup world or the, even the entrepreneur world can get very busy and very fast paced so how do you as a leader create that time or space for you to think about the big picture and then intervene at the right level i generally like on a daily basis like i am also a bit of a health freak uh, so i generally spend some time in the morning either doing yoga or doing some amount of physical exercise because i feel that really helps in getting you the kind of happy hormones or also like just being with your own self right doing something for your own self so that has been something which i have felt that it definitely adds to my productivity secondly on a daily basis i generally take out at least 10 minutes for my own self when i generally do not think about anything else but i just feel like just staying sitting just at in the corner of my house or somewhere and just focus on things how things have gone by or things which is coming on and i think that's my me time when i do not want anybody to interrupt me and they just lie down maybe with my cup of tea and that has helped me just maintain my sanity can you elaborate a bit more on that right for somebody who might not have that practice like what goes on in your mind in your thinking process during those times which you reserve for yourself and how does that help so, so many things so generally what happens is and specifically i've seen that when i'm a little disturbed or when things get too much there are because there are as an entrepreneur there are always too many things on your plate and it's it gets very difficult on which two or three priority tasks to choose on and then leave the rest right because obviously at any point of time you will have tens of things to do and you cannot make everybody happy you cannot take up all those 10 tasks so generally what i do in those 5 or 10 minutes of the time when i generally you know just sit by myself i first thing is i always reflect on what has happened yesterday what are what was my thought process in that things that you know which i was thinking in that particular moment on solving that problem then i always also consider okay maybe i was thinking on one one perspective but in that 10 minutes of time i also start thinking what would be the repercussions or if i do this then which are the other agents who would be happy or unhappy or what are the things which will get impacted if i take up this task so that way i start weighing out the options which one to choose on and i think this just reflecting on the things which has happened and also trying to see how your actions are going to impact the decisions that you take are going to impact others 
I think just jotting down those pointers in your mind, it really helps. And I think it, it has been a good practice. And so far, it has been helping me. Thank you for sharing that. And I think that is also one parallel that I see among many entrepreneurs that I interview on this podcast. And even with my work with the, with many leaders, I do recommend at least three or four hours of silent time every week. And that helps you kind of what you were talking about, get your thinking straight and many times getting insights, which actually saves you time, right? So many times people think that they are too busy to take out time, but actually taking out time allows them to do something in the rest of their week, which will actually save them more time. So for me, and like for many people I work with and even interviews, they say that like having those four or five hours every week in silent silence without any devices is the most valuable time because the insights they get are very impactful for the organization and very highly leveraged as well. Yeah, definitely. To add to that, because if you spend some time with your own self, obviously because that is the time when you can actually bring your thoughts together and simultaneously i think another thing that i would definitely would not like to undermine the position that always have mentors or people whom you can talk to because i think we are not the first one who has been in this journey right there are all, already like a lot of people a lot of companies who have been through this journey so instead of sometimes just reinventing things, it's better to talk to people, connect with them, understand how they have solved these kind of problems before. And even that has been a very helping guide in taking a lot of those hard decisions or they trying to find out ways to difficult different problems that we face on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I think leading up to that and also trying to close our conversation, what advice would you give to somebody who is new? As you said, there are people who have done this before. So you have now done it. What advice would you give to, let's say, a woman leader who is finding it difficult to manage or juggle all the responsibility and challenges that comes with starting a startup? Specifically, if I talk about giving any message to the women leaders, the first thing would be, I think you have to start believing in yourself. If you do not believe in your own self, the world is not going to believe in you. The hard fact is, at times, women definitely have biases, unconscious biases. People will always question you. But unless you do not believe that, yes, I want to do it, I am capable of doing it. If you do not stand for yourself, nobody will stand for you. And it's a fact. So this is one thing which is very important for anybody who wants to start up. Just take the plunge. You cannot build a castle in one day, right? You have to just start. You have to start with the foundation, put in your efforts day in, day out. You have to just show up and things eventually things will start shaping place. I talk to a lot of people and then I see them that they are planning for everything. I will do this. You cannot have an entire plan in place and then do a startup. Definitely you need to have certain basic things in place. But it's important to just just start it off because I think uh, there are very few companies in the space who would have started the first day and they have stuck with the product or stuck with the service that they have had. Because once when you launch anything, then you will be talking to tens of people on the ground. You will understand what are the complexities which is coming in. What are the, maybe I may have a different thought when I have started. But then when you start talking to people around, then you will realize that maybe that was not the core problem that you were thinking. There were 10 other problems that were more important on the way. Then it, it is also very important to start listening to people around, to the voices of your customers, to people around and innovate. Just don't get stuck with your own idea. You have to learn. If you think that you're failing, fine, it's okay. 
understand what is happening if uh, and build according to go with the flow don't just stay stuck with the view or the thought that you have thank you for sharing that i think wonderful nuggets of wisdom there so thank you for sharing that and before we wrap up if anybody who is listening wants to reach out to you or find out more about what you are up to what is the best way to contact you i am very much available on linkedin like people can always drop in a note uh, on my linkedin and i would be happy to connect there and apart from that i am definitely you somebody can write on my email which is deepthi@thereadsfine.ai s p y n e .ai thank you deepthi for everything that you shared and for everything that you are and that you do and as we end i want to wish you all the best for the future expansion as well as the challenges and being in the flow that is part of every entrepreneur's life and thank you so much thank you for all the best wishes thank you it was a pleasure that's it for this episode of choosing leadership with sumit gupta i choose leadership every time i record this podcast and i invite you to do the same i invite you to design a life of joy meaning pride and satisfaction not just for yourself but for everybody around you if you got something out of this episode would you share this episode on social media and if you know somebody who would be a great guest can you tag them on social media to let them know about the show and if you are a leader who wants to acknowledge how far you have come and have big dreams for the future please reach out to me to be a guest on this podcast and i love seeing your posts and guest suggestions this is what i do most naturally to lovingly and gently provoke you to help you see your own light to help you see what you are already capable of to make sure you don't miss any episodes go ahead and subscribe your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and it means a lot to me and my team if you want to know more go to deployyourself.com and subscribe to my newsletter or follow me on linkedin i want to thank everyone who contributed to making this show a reality and i want to thank you for listening always remember that you are enough you are loved and you matter this is sumit until next time keep choosing leadership